right, we are back. I'd like to note something that uh, I made did not make mention of that I wanted to a few weeks back. Uh, the movie JFK is now out on DVD in the director's cut. Of course, in November, for the 40th anniversary of the assassination of President Kennedy, we uh, we had on this program the main researcher for that movie, whom Oliver Stone relied upon, Miss Jane Rusconi. We also had Zachary Sklar, who co-wrote the screenplay with Oliver Stone, as well as Danny Schechter, who produced the companion documentary piece, The Question of Conspiracy. Uh, we, we are big fans of this movie and think that uh, you should grab this on DVD if you don't have it in your home collection. The Chronicle had the following to say about it. Oliver Stone's film about Prosecutor Jim Garrison's investigation into President John F. Kennedy's assassination makes for one of the great films of the 1990s. Agree or disagree with its conclusions, it's without question an entertaining and passionate work of advocacy that finds its director and lead actor Kevin Costner in top form. Seen again in this 200-minute director's cut, it's fascinating the way Stone is able to sustain interest while presenting a story that's almost entirely expository. I'd remembered it as a film with a lot of action, and in a sense we experienced it that way, but in fact most of JFK consists of scenes in which people tell stories. Now, uh, we're not big fans of George Bush on this program, I think that should be clear at this point, but... Um, in a strange way, I think he's doing something right in proposing that we go back to the moon and Mars. Now, as we speak, the twin to the Mars rover, the Spirit, which landed successfully in Gusev Crater on January 3rd, its robotic twin is set to put down day after tomorrow on the opposite side of Mars. So for next week's show, we're going to review where things stand, and we're going to address this issue of going back to the moon and going to Mars. The horrible part about this is that as our focus seems to be shifting in this direction, which I'm going to support as a very, very good idea, unfortunately, uh, we're going to let the Hubble telescope go, which has been one of the great scientific instruments of all time. We apparently, as we shift our focus onto Mars and the Moon, we're going to just let the Hubble fall into a state of disrepair. We should be able to do both. The entire cost of the Spirit Endeavor missions is less than a billion dollars for both of these probes. We're spending more than that every single day for this crazy war in Iraq. I don't know what it would cost to repair the Hubble. A day's worth of Iraq? Two days' worth? Certainly less than a week's worth of time. I mean, certainly less than that. <sighs> anyway, I'm going to put that off for next week. Uh, one note from last week's program, we talked about Suzanne Summers seeking an alternative treatment for her cancer. We certainly don't wish to imply that we don't wish the best for actress Suzanne Summers. However, I do think her pursuit of alternative medicine is probably very ill-advised, and we do not recommend that uh, someone rush off to do that when conventional therapies in many cases may prove to be very effective. Hey, you know, uh, you should notice, if you haven't, that uh, at this time, the days are much lighter. The earliest sunset of the year, we would remind you, we like this kind of stuff on the program, was about December 7th. And by now, between the hours of 5 and 6, uh, we transition from daylight into twilight, and soon uh, the whole hour will be in daylight, which, of course, will allow you to engage in more daylight-related program activities. 
Oh, by the way, if you look out the window and you see a gorgeous uh, bright light hanging high up in the sky in the west, that is Earth's twin, Venus. I don't know whether Dr. Andy mentioned it on his show yesterday. I I should have listened, but uh, he put together one heck of a trivia team that uh, that I was able to join as a pinch hitter on Sunday, and uh, we won. Interesting story. I'm going to get Dr. Andy to come on, I think, on our show to talk about... uh, his string of victories here in in the trivia game in Sacramento. Joining us now from his hotel room, also in the state of New Hampshire, is Connecticut Senator Joseph Lieberman. And are you there, Senator Lieberman? Yes, I am here, Douglas. Good to, good to be back on your show. And you you were you were running sixth in Iowa for the caucuses, of course, earlier this week. Sixth you, for the bullet, Doug. You decided to just forsake them and go straight to, for the money in New Hampshire. Well, everyone knows no one remembers who is fifth and fourth. They might remember third, which I hope, but no one's going to remember fifth. So we're going to New Hampshire now, uh-huh. and we're jumping the gun, starting early, bright and early, to get the, the message across, the message being Iowa doesn't matter, New Hampshire does. All right. Is it true, Senator, that... Uh, that you are actually considering a two-pronged attack on both the top spot and the vice presidency. Yes, that's very, very good of you to, to figure that out. Yes, I am going to be simultaneously running for the top spot, but to hedge my bets, I am going to be running a campaign to capture the vice presidential nomination, which, as you know, I have great experience in. That's true. I, I actually was... Technically, I was the vice president for about a month. I, we won the popular vote, and yeah. I could say technically... Well, actually, if the votes have been counted properly, you would be vice president now. I would now. be vice president now, yeah. not even having the time to be appear on your show. Yeah, so lucky for us, in a way. But, you know, I think there's a clear mandate here for me to perhaps be the vice presidential candidate, because, I mean, first of all, there's a lot of synchronicity here i i you know i don't know if you realize doug but i have recently purchased on ebay most of the gore lieberman posters and bumper stickers oh my goodness i guess and i figure yeah. yes i am a green candidate doug uh-huh. so everyone knows that i am and i i'm hoping to recycle those bumper stickers from gore lieberman to dean lieberman i mean as you know do the math Gore, four letters, Dean, four letters, uh-huh. easy redo. Very green fix, I would imagine. I, I think so. Yeah. I think there's a clear synchronicity here that I plan to exploit to the fullest. So you're, you're running, you are running for simultaneously for president and vice president. It is the first time in history. I am a history-making wow. candidate, Doug. If you do manage to get the top spot, is your, op- is your offer still open to Al Gore to be the vice president? The offer stands. I have mended fences with Al, and he's welcome to be the VP if he so chooses. If well, he doesn't, that's Well, then you could wrong. recycle the posters and still use the Gore-Lieberman posters. Very easy to cut and paste, Doug. Okay. Newsweek reported that um, your biography was going to be titled Joe and Hadassah's Excellent Adventure, and you had yes. to be talked out of it. Is that true? I was talked out of it by several public relations people that said, you know, the, the movie Bill and Ted you know, might sue you. And I see. Who needs that sort of aggravation, Doug? I see. Um, I guess, like a lot of people, you're searching for celebrity endorsements still. We noticed that Madonna has come out for Wesley Clark. Yes, I have heard that. I don't think she's committed 100%. In fact, I don't think she's ever committed 100% to any man, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But actually, there are a lot of people, a lot of pop divas are still in play, Doug, and I'm certainly hoping to get some of their endorsements. We hear that Britney Spears is leaning to Dean. Is that true? She might be leaning over Dean. 
But I, I am proud to announce on your show, Doug, that Connie Francis has come on board and Connie Stevens. The, the two uh-huh. big Connies of the 60s are both firmly in the Lieberman camp. Wow. In fact, frankly, I used to get them all con- both confused back then, but now I know which is which. I'm proud to say that, Doug. Excellent. We're also talking to Leslie Gore, Doug, of the It's My Party fame. You may remember the, the song. It's, it's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To. Right, which yeah. Dean will be singing soon. But yeah, that, w- that wouldn't necessarily be a good campaign theme song for you, Senator, would it? Well, it's not a campaign theme per se, but it is a catchy tune. We may have to change the lyrics around. May hire some people to do that. Not too hard. Okay. Oh, is Carol Mosley Brown dropping out of the race? Is that going to be she, a factor? She is dropping out, and we hope to garner most, if not all, of those votes since I am known as a African-American friendly candidate, Doug. Uh-huh. I don't know if you more, knew that. More so than Al Sharpton? Al Sharpton may get a few of those votes, but uh, frankly, I don't think people like his anger. He's an angry guy, and I'm all about non-anger, Doug. Uh-huh. You've accused Dean of being uh, divisive. Dean, I but aren't feel... But you, aren't you being divisive to be attacking Dean for being divisive? Well, now you're confusing me, Doug. I, I don't think I'm being divisive. I think I'm a unifying candidate when I say that Dean is divisive because his being divisive means that he, if he wins, will be divisive, but him being removed from the race would then unify under me. You see, it's unifying ultimately if you can follow my logic. Well, I'm not sure that I do, but Senator, we're glad Maybe to have you back. Maybe some rubbed off on me a few years ago, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, well, please come back as the California primary looms. We know that'll be very important if, uh, forgive me for saying, if the race has not uh, gone over to Clark or Dean well, by then. Well, if it has for some reason, God forbid, and let's hope God will, will not allow that to happen, but if he so chooses to have one of those as the top guy, I am I'm clearly the favorite for the vice presidential nomination, and I... Want to make that clear? I'm out there, and if they're listening, I'm certainly reachable by phone, fax, or email. All right. Well, we'll keep. Although that, my email is down. I will keep that in mind. Thank you, Senator Joseph Lieberman. Well, thank you, Doug. That's it for Radio Parallax this week. We would like to thank our special guest, John Buchanan who hopefully will do well next Tuesday in the state of New Hampshire. On next week's program, we're going to have uh, investigative journalist uh, Jerry Polikoff come to us from Pennsylvania to give his insight as to what the heck is going on in New Hampshire. Jerry smells a rat, and frankly, so do I. We're going to talk about that on next Thursday's program. You've been listening to Radio Parallax. Join us next Thursday at 5 o'clock on KDVS 90.3. And, uh, of course, stay tuned for Todd now, who will follow with his hometown atrocities. This program was produced by Mr. Edward McMillan.